Hello, Charlie Clemos here. You're listening to the first episode of Fanfara Tetetet, the podcast formerly known as Radio Echo with Fanfara. To start things off, we have the live recording of a conversation we had in front of the audience at the 2017 Showman International Design Biennial. Those sitting in on the conversation were Fanfara co-founders Lotte van der Hoof and Freya Kier, and frequent Fanfara collaborator, the designer, Miguel Hervaz Gomez. Taking place in Showman's delightful, if slightly echoey chapelle, and sitting amongst the second incarnation of Fanfara's nomadic design exhibition, Fanfara Inc., we talked for the first time about Fanfara in particular, and also, more specifically, about the aims of the present Fanfara Inc. project. Okay, um, so the particular intention of the conversations is to open it up a little bit and not have it directed in terms of an interview. So I, I guess we're going to try and ask each other questions, right? Um, I know the answer to this question to a certain extent, but I think it's probably quite useful for everybody to get an idea what is Fanfara. Well, do you want to start, Lada? Yes, I would like to. <laughs> uh, Fanfara is a platform for graphic design, visual communication uh, based in Amsterdam. Uh, but very flexible in terms of location. Um, it was founded in no, well, three years ago in Amsterdam to um, support the lack of display for any kind of graphical project. And by doing so, we by now have done various exhibitions. Lotte and I studied together at the Gerard Ritfeld Academy in Amsterdam. And Fanfara was a project which was initiated during our graduation year. Mm-hmm. And um, it, not to go too much into detail, because then I could speak for hours about that, but uh, basically we went six weeks to Berlin and we had a temporary school set up in Berlin. And when we came back, we noticed that there was it was difficult to find a place where we could show all the things that we had been doing. And that was um, pinpointing also a more general or returning um, issue of ours that... Um, there was no space for us. Well, yeah, not, and, and not only us, but more like in general when um, working with projects which was um, maybe to some extent... Um, challenging a graphic design framework, working with space or being self-initiated that there was it was often that very great projects didn't reach a further audience because there was not a specific place where they could be shown or shared uh, with more people. So then Fanfara started in the beginning as um, a platform more facilitating already existing projects uh, but very, very fast, there was um, a lot of people and proposals coming from all different kinds of sites, not only necessarily uh, within graphic design, but often with a very collaborative approach of merging music and graphic design or photography and graphic design, fashion and graphic design. Um, this is definitely like what attracted me to the platform in general I suppose initially uh, this sort of openness I guess but also the ability to kind of formulate like uh, a sort of um, a collectivity 
within not only the sort of space of Amsterdam, but generally, I, I would say. So we're not only working specifically on covering and sort of talking about what each person's work is 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 doing, but particularly trying to formulate a a kind of collective consciousness, I suppose, within each of the people that are being showcased, right? So by kind of constantly adding uh, sort of a new person who is showcased, you, you get new ideas, but then you can also kind of impose something consistent, right? I mean, I don't know if that's something you... Yeah, I mean, actually, so we started just one of the newest returning projects that we've started this together with Charlie called Fafara ZZ and um, it was, it's, it was very shortly it's based on the observation that we have a lot of different people coming through Fafara uh, but not really we also wanted to have um, to create a format where we could um, reflect on what's happening or have a conversation about the, my, or the ideas or motivations or drives. It's a little from bit in people. the setup of how this is now. Sure. Yeah. yeah but I, uh, what were you, you well, take this share, sharing sharing information with each other in a more informal kind of way, where I don't know, people are maybe even more relaxed to talk about certain things and are open to ask each other questions. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, this I, I I think this is a bit of a nice example of how these conversations. Are being done. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, without well, audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the first. Detail. I should say as well. This is the first time that we've done this with an audience. But specifically with the tete a tete idea is that we just sit in a room and start kind of talking. I guess unplanned and kind of ideas come out of that. But always with people who's involved with the with the recent events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I also wanted to turn to specifically because obviously we're we're here now. Um, I was. Like there's a precedent in the Berno, Berno Biennial, and 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 specifically as well, there's a kind of transient element to what you're doing, right? So you're yeah. not you're not just fixated on Amsterdam or no. Actually, that that kind of uh, that links also to the presence of Miguel <laughs> being here because our well, we've known Miguel for many years, but our first collaboration with. Fanfara and Miguel was for the graphic design biennial in Brno last year, uh, where we set up an exhibition called Home Display. And um, maybe you want to yeah. elaborate a little bit on it. Yeah, it was. Um, I found in my dining room, like three years ago, also like a. Uh, it's called White Stuff Gallery, which is like a inclusive gallery <laughs> space in the dining room of my house where I was also busy showing work from young graphic designers, but also young artists, uh, friends or not friends, and then um, experimenting also with the uh, peer tactics or like how you get to the people or who uh, gets or uh, who comes. But, um, because I was busy also with the thing of inclusive space or exclusive and what that means. So. With Fanfare, um, we decided to collaborate for Berno, and uh, we did the f first catalog that talks about all this, like what is domestic space or what is a gallery space, 
and we launched that uh, first catalog that is the preface of the catalog that we are launching here at the at Chamon. Um, yeah. How does that... I mean, I haven't actually seen it yet, but I think there's, like, a bunch available, right? Um, how does it... Do, I mean, how does it... I don't know if one of you want to answer, like, particularly, um, but how does it develop from, like, the the previous one? You know, what, what's the sort of binding theme? Well, I mean, I think most importantly, when we, when we produced the first catalogue for <coughs> home display in Brno, it wasn't intended to be continued necessarily. Um, whereas now the project that we're launching here in Chaumont is introducing a first chapter of an ongoing investigation into a nomadic design labor, like said in a very broad sense. Um, and the framework is kind of based on, on the elements that we established with home display in Brno, which was, um, well, it's, it's um, in, a, in an open sense still, but we invited, it's based on inviting a lot of different designers or design practices to contribute with illustrations or text-based work um, and answering specifically on questions that we direct to them. Uh, and then it's being launched in the same format of a catalogue, which is always inviting an external corporate company to sponsor the project. For Brno, it was IKEA, and I should say that they did not sponsor us. Um, for Chaumont, we've invited KLM, which is uh, the biggest airplane company of the Netherlands, they also did not spend... Well, they partly sponsored us. You're getting, getting closer, right? I'm They're, getting closer. Yeah. We are approaching it as... Uh, what do you call it? Like a... a they must know strategically planned uh, rejection. They must know it's a joke, right? Like, I it's mean, not a joke. It's <laughs> definitely it's not a joke. I think it's I because it's, it's, a a be- it's, it's the beginning of a project and they don't yeah. know that they want to be part. Sting. But we should say that with KLM, at least we got as far as to getting a lot of their magazines <laughs> sponsored... Um, How many did you get? Two hundred. You got two hundred. <laughs> two hundred. Okay. Well, and we cropped them up. We chopped them up, cropped them up, yeah. and placed our contributions within um, the pages of um, that specific. Yeah, that catalog. Did the same with IKEA, but for IKEA, we had to drive around to all the different IKEA houses and. Try to get mm. as many leftovers. leftovers as we could without, uh, yeah, that's a side story. But anyway, yeah, I mean, well, I guess the next thing I was thinking was, like, <laughs> the um, just this idea of nomadic design labour probably needs some explanation. You know, like, I think it's something that probably everybody here has some experience of. Obviously, it's an international biennial, but, um, like, what, what, what is it? Yeah. Well, um... I think I mean, no. it's coming also because uh, in Amsterdam or like our group of people also it's like really international so we kind of um, we are really aware of like always traveling and doing projects all over Europe mostly or so we are really interested also like this double-sided flexibility of like that you can fly easily to another country to work but that what that means 
in terms of labor and uh, yeah i mean what like oh, the four of us are different nationalities for instance but i think yeah amsterdam in general is quite like uh, quite particularly uh, international but I, i think it is like a common personally anyway I, like this aspect of work is particularly prevalent or present in the design practice right that you kind of I mean the contributors that we had are obviously like from internationally speaking very very different parts of the world you you that was intentional of course yeah but but even within that like two like three or four of them I I I'm editing a podcast that they contributed um various um recordings in answer to some questions we asked them but some of the answers were given one person by who's in Estonia I believe and then another gu- uh, guy who was in Africa as well and you know this idea of kind of continuing to be able to work and produce something productive whilst being in another part of the world is like i mean it's going to happen more and more to a lot of other different people right but it's it's something that the design practice is mm-hmm. very very early to Yeah, and, and and speaking from Fanfara, it's also it's also interesting being Amsterdam based, but then in, in, with this project initiating projects where we go abroad and where we present ourselves within a different context, um, with also meeting new people and um, expanding networks in that sense. Yeah, and it, and it does go quite a lot hand in hand with how Fanfara's started we started we've been moving around in Amsterdam having nine different addresses which meant that we moved from 300 square meters to to 20 square meters to whatever and so for instance this display system that we're surrounded by is um was a very like organic and natural development of our circumstances um or the conditions of being capable of surviving Um, I mean, by, for instance, having having to be capable of being nomadic or adapting to a space. But it's also a sense of um, being able to adapt to different kinds of work. Yeah. Uh, because it's a framework for, uh, for now for a laptop, for a couple of books, but it's even holding the beamer. So it's also not about space, but also the kind of work that we need to be able to present within our own, well, basically identity, because this is kind of functioning as our as our house. As our home, I don't know. As our fire home. Uh, I just wanted to sort of talk. It's just, it's kind of like obviously it's great, you know. You're, we're all in different places. Like it was really nice listening to the different contributions. There was this guy who was talking about Madagascar and how how difficult he found it, but how kind of enlightening it was that he was kind of in 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 this place and was still able to do his practice that was technically based in Amsterdam or. And there's a few other things like that. I mean, I, I personally, I kind of recall editing some of it. I've recently been traveling around Eastern Europe, like whilst hurtling down a really dodgy Moldovan highway with like potholes, and I really like listening to like listening to it with the laptop on my lap and and trying to work this out and hearing this guy talking about Madagascar. And it's like, I mean, obviously this is doing something to our sort of way of producing, but. I guess that's what Fanfara is well, currently with Fanfara Inc. Mm-hmm. is exploring, right? Is this kind of like what what is it doing, and how can we establish some sort of community or any community in that 
context. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to. It's it's a very it's a big and a very broad topic. Um, also, that's it's work in progress, isn't it? Really, it's a work in progress, and that's also why we introduced this uh, Fanfara Inc., which is uh, for Chamon that is the first launch of this initiative called Fanfara Inc., which will work in the way that uh, for each project will be going abroad and we will direct it into different chapters. So this is chapter one, and chapter one is focusing on transportation. So although having it being a very broad topic, um, inviting people to reflect on nomadic labor, then we we direct the focus a bit more by chaptering it. Yeah. and it's it's um, admittedly it's a it's a it's a it's a also a great opportunity and reason to be in contact with studios and people who's based different places or who to some extent are um, yeah working within the field yeah. Fanfara Tetatet is a fanfara production in collaboration with me, Charlie Clemos. The theme was Trans Europa Express by Kraftwerk. You can find Fanfara Tetatet by keeping up with Fanfara on Facebook. <laughs>